This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30 plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. Folks, welcome to the You Auto Know Show, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a liquor store, grocery store, or a little market, and you're having trouble keeping cashiers, try self-checkout. All the big boys do, Walmart, Home Depot, Costco. All you got to do is give them a call at 800-540-2149. Either Jeff or Mark will come out, take a look at your facility, and if your program's fit, then it's no more than the cost of a new cash register. Hey, they also give you seven-day-a-week, 24-hour day service. How could you beat it? Over 150 years' experience. That's Southwest Point of Sale, 800-540-2149. And when you do call them, thank them for sponsoring this show. Also, Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. If you like hot rods, you like to be see all those reality shows, well, you won't find that at Hot Rods Custom Stuff. You'll find quality craftsmanship unbelievable whether you're buying a car selling a car or even customizing a car or just doing maintenance on it give randy a call at 760-745-1170 all right i had a nice long chat with jennifer mitchell she's a ford pro commercial van brand manager for the ford transit connect trail van so for all you adventurous folks take a listen well you know ford's been really really successful with their transit van Well, let me tell you, they decided for 2023 they're going to make it the Transit Trail Van. What does that that mean? Well, if you're an adventurer and you love the outdoors, you are going to love this van. We've got Jennifer Mitchell online. She's the Ford Pro Commercial Van Brand Manager. How are you doing, Jennifer? I'm doing great. Thank you. So you must be pretty excited about this van. How long has it been in the works? Yeah, super excited about it. Um, we've had this in the works for a couple of years now. Um, we've we've been kind of working through different offerings, and we're really excited for what we're going to be bringing to market here. Well, absolutely. And so it, I would imagine it's a little tougher of a challenge than what most people would think because when you think outdoors, you know, that palette is, or that palette is massive. I mean, there's so many outdoor activities but yet you only have so much room in the transit van to accommodate the folks that go here, there, or everywhere. Yeah, for sure. And really our, our goal with this van was to give our customers kind of that uh, adventure-ready uh, van, if you will, kind of from the factory. So we're giving them the, the functional right-out-of-the-gate uh, content, um, you know, including a, a body lift on the vehicle, enabling uh, larger tires, um, all-wheel drive coming standard, our EcoBoost, EcoBoost engine coming standard, all of those things right out of the gate to give them um, the kickstart into whatever, um, you know, adventure they might be going on or use of the van um, that they might be taking on. So then the inside is the kind of their blank canvas, to, to your point, to, to do whatever and kind of fill um, how they need to suit their, um, their end use and get them out in the outdoors. Absolutely. So uh, now is this going to be sold through uh, – special uh, uh, dealers, 
or will any dealer be able to order it and get one for their customer? Yep, it'll be through the regular dealer channels. So we definitely want to make sure it's accessible to all of our customers so that they can leverage our our full dealer network of, you know, over 3,000 dealers for both sales and service. So would they be would a, a customer like go online and could they sort you know like right now you know you can order a Mustang or you can order a, a truck and kind of build it the way you want it? Will you be able to do any you know modifications to the to the end unit and maybe change it around to their specifications? Yeah, so a, a customer I would recommend go straight you know work with their dealer to kind of spec it out. But the great thing about Transit Trail is that. You know, a dealer will be able to order that trail uh, package, if you will, onto the vehicle. So to have all this great content built into it already. So it's um, we're making it really simple and easy so customers can get all of this um, and work with their dealers and not have to sort through a lot of cumbersome uh, option details. Well, and, and let's face it, you guys have been doing this for a day or two. And Just when, a little when, bit. Yeah. And when you put packages out there, you have put hours and hours and hours into that package to where if a consumer does look at the package, there's a good chance they're going to pick package A, package B, or package C, and it's going to fulfill whatever it is, you know, they want, other than some personal, uh, you know, you know, features that, that maybe you're not going to have on- online, but it, but the basic vehicle is going to fit whatever it is. If they're rock climbers, if they're sailors, or if they're, you know, whatever, you know, the motorcycle, you know, people ride in the desert, you know, you're going to have packages that will fit that type of a, a outdoors person, right? Yeah, for sure. No, Transit Trail is definitely kind of leveraging the, the platform that Transit has, you know, everyone has grown to know and love. You know, we're the world's best-selling van for a reason, so we're taking that. Uh, you know, and just making it even that much stronger and, and fitting this, you know, need that we see in the market that, you know, customers are um, looking for and to enable them to get out and, you know, kind of off the highway, if you will, to um, get out on their adventures and, and take the transit along with them to enable them uh, out on the road. we got to get kids out of the house, away from the computers, away from the video games, and actually go out and enjoy the outdoor. And, I think this vehicle could be a stepping stone for parents to get their kids out to see what the world's all about. Absolutely. No, we, we think it's going to just, you know, be a game changer and really, you know, just look to, you know, like you said, get people out of the house, get them, you know, off the, the highway and into, you know, that outdoors and just really get them out onto their adventures, whatever that may be, and you know that the van serves that, that need and that they can build it just to suit exactly what they need. And you know that this this whole concept, you know, the options could be endless. I mean, there are so you know, I'm sitting here right now. My wife came back from a dog show this weekend, and I'll bet you this transit trail van, you know, could be adapted with crates, a you know, water, you know, place for dogs to have their water, carpet. I mean, it's just endless. You know, uh, track. You know, I support a dirt track out here where kids have go-karts and little mini dwarfs. They can roll it back up in the back of the commercial, you know, the, the transit trail van. Because, you know, it's a dirt track, so you're going to have to go off-road. I could just see options galore. And I'm sure as every year that the transit trail is available, you will be adjusting accordingly depending on the, the consumer request, you know, to basically try to fulfill as many needs as possible. For sure, and that was definitely one of the key things that we, you know, developed this from was a lot of our great customer insights. We, you know, held focus groups with 
with folks who are already out in the world, you know, doing adventure van, van life, and just hearing from them what could we bring to the market that would make their lives easier, you know, right? They wanted us to do the functional things, um, kind of leaving the creativity to them, and then, you know, just giving them that freedom to, to do whatever and to enable um, their end use. So we really, you know, pride ourselves on listening to our customers and making sure that, you know, what we're delivering does what they need. Um, and we really think that we've done that with Transit Trail. Again, hitting that functional stuff, uh, letting them do whatever creativity, you know, building it out to suit their exact specifications. Um, you know, and, and also we're offering it in a, in a variety of configurations. We'll be in our medium and our high roof as well as our long um, and extended length. So really that just gives them that perfect, like, canvas of space to, you know, make it their own. And, you know, I used to be a service manager back in the day, and the thing that really stands out to me is that when you buy this Ford Transit trail van, it's all covered under the Ford warranty. So you don't have to worry about, you know, the fact that it's lifted, you know, who lifted it, do I have to take it back to them if I have an issue? No. Any authorized Ford dealership can take care of this vehicle except for whatever modifications you do to it. And I've seen what Ford does. You guys do so much to these vehicles, the modifiers really don't have much to add to it, you know. So I think, to me, as again, as an old service manager, that's a major, major benefit. It just takes that ease of warranty and just puts it away. That's right. Yeah, everything that we've done is, is totally covered under our Ford factory warranty, plus it's also certified to the um, Ford safety and durability standards, so you know everything that we're doing um, is going to be covered, and that you're right, you can take it to any of our, you know, 3,000 uh, Ford dealers and have it serviced, which, you know, especially if you're out on the road and, and adventuring, you know that there's going to be a Ford dealer, you know, fairly close to where you are, so that's never going to be a worry should you need to, you know, even just routine uh, things that you need, oil changes, tire rotations, things like that. Well, I came back from Alaska. I went up the Dalton Road, and and I, I think I might get this and take it back up there because this would be the vehicle for going to Alaska. I think this this vehicle will be perfect. So when when can folks get online and start uh, building? Yeah, so we will be um, live on November third on Thursday. So we're super excited and can't wait for everybody to get a look at the van themselves and start uh, start ordering them. Okay, so there, so that'll be like a YouTube or uh, presentation that you can get online. Yep, uh, we'll have uh, all of our content live on our websites on Ford.com um, and FordUpfits.com with all of the details. And what time is that going to be? Uh, I think we're we're live at uh, in the morning here in, in Michigan in Eastern Time around uh, nine ten a.m. All right. Well, I'll definitely make sure I'll promote that. Uh, above and beyond this interview and make sure, you know, because I do an off-road show, general automotive show, and a motorsport show. So all three of those uh, listeners, I'm sure, will definitely want to tune in and see what you've got available. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm sure all of them would have a, a great uh, way that they would adapt the vehicle and use it for, for any of those things. So we're super excited for, for different customers to get their hands on it and see what they start doing with them. All right, well, get in touch with John Delmonica. He say, hey, we got to get Dave Stahl in one of these. So <laughs> I'll add you to the list that's growing every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a list? Oh, funny thing. Huh? <laughs> I, I've gotten lots of I'm sure my phone will start ringing. I'm sure I'll have lots of friends start calling me. Hey, Jen, can you get me one of those? <laughs> <laughs> 
Sure, no problem. I got 300 in the back lot. I'll go right down and pick you. <laughs> so I would say, right. just get in line after me, right? <laughs> I want one, too. I like the way you think. All right, Jennifer, I, I'm really excited to see this vehicle. Uh, you know, another cutting-edge uh, product coming out of Ford Motor Company. Thanks a lot. And Thanks we so will, much. once I get one and, you know, drive it around and do this, that, and the other, then we'll come back and then we'll talk back and forth about after, you know, I bid behind the wheel. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much for having me today. Uh, you have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, folks. Welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Segment brought to you by Express Auto Service, located at 7633 El Cajon Boulevard. Go Express Auto Service, La Mesa.com, Express Auto Service, for all your automotive needs. They work on all my hot rods. And do a phenomenal job, Dave and Connie, family-owned and operated. Take a look, ExpressAutoServiceLaMesa.com. Kristen Barclay on the line, driving a BMW iXM60. What is with all these letters and numbers? (laughs) I know, I know. I I think I'm just going to call this one the uh, flagship SUV, because it is the flagship electric SUV, according to... uh, BMW, and that's a whole lot easier to say than the right. iX60. Um, either way, regardless of what you put, it's a uh, it's a fantastic SUV. I mean, it's it's beautiful on the outside, has kind of a futuristic design that that's outside and, and carries well into the inside, um, and just very luxurious from the interior accoutrements. Let me pull out the big words today. Yeah. Um, you know, to to the way that it drives, it's just a phenomenal vehicle. Uh, all the way around, a little bit of a steep price tag. It's it rolls in at one hundred fifteen thousand eight seventy. Wow! Um, but the base is one hundred six thousand ninety five. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a difference there, right? Um, but you know, it, as I'm trying to convince Marlon, if you think about all the money you're going to save because it has two hundred eighty miles of range on a full charge, think about all the money and time you're going to save stopping at gas stations. You can afford the car payment. Uh, let me know if you convince Marlon because I don't know if that's gonna, that's going to be I a. You're going to help me with my argument. Uh, I no. Did that dramatic pause. No. Back me up. Yeah. No. He. I mean. I'm right now. The shade of red that he's in right now is probably gorgeous. But that's another story. I mean, Michelle needs a new vehicle. Don't Don't you think your wife would look lovely riding in this M60? If she wants to pay for it with dog money, absolutely. <laughs> I'm no dummy. No, I'm kind of in the same school is uh marlin but now this is an suv is a two-row or three-row it's a two-row okay. um I, it's got a, a plenty of space inside you know for for the the passengers in the front seats the back seats and tons of cargo space you could put a third row in i mean as some people have done in some of these yeah. SUVs, you would lose that space that spacious thing and i think that's more important than a third row i mean i mean unless you've got a family of what five or six or or what seven you know i'd rather have the space right and i think at this at this price point and for the way this vehicle is kind of designed i think it's perfect with the, the second row um i think it's got you know it, it's a heavy vehicle right it weighs oh, yeah. over five thousand pounds yeah um but it drives phenomenal because it's got that instant electric torque and you know, it, it default is personal mode. So the personal drive mode has 532 horsepower, 749 pounds of torque. I know. If you go into sport mode, you crank up the horsepower to 610. Whoa! And 
again, like like I said, you know, Marlon and I talk about that instant electric torque. Now, get this. If you use launch mode, which obviously is a, a small burst or boost, as they call it, it boosts the torque by 62 pounds. So it's 811 total. You can go 0 to 60 in 3.6 seconds. So as late as you normally are, that might not be a bad feature for you. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. never late. Oh. I'm never late. Oh, your nose just grew about a quarter of an inch. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. But you know what? <laughs> yeah, but how I, come you whispered like... that? How come you whispered that? <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking back to the days when the kids were, were uh, younger and we would have the car seat battle, and I felt like I was stuffing them in while trying to kind of like bolt them into the seat, you know, as fast <laughs> as I could and then escape to the front and take off. Yeah, yeah I exactly. had a little, uh, little flashback there. <laughs> 800 jeez louise that's a crazy I, I, I know i don't think my son believed me but you know you and i were talking last week the steering wheel in yeah. this particular model has a hexagonal kind of design and i don't i you know i i actually i put it out on social media asked people what they thought and somebody said i actually own it and I, they said it took me a little while to get used to it and they said but now i like it mm. my hands can easily rest there on the bottom I think it was one of those things just in my daily driving. And, you know, anytime I have a BMW, I try and find the curviest roads uh, around us. Sure. I think it just took me a little bit, you know, because your natural tendency is to move your hands, even though you're not really supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when you're taking curves, you tend to move your hands. And I think I just kind of, because I wasn't used to it, I kept going, okay, um, this is different. Um, it does set it apart. I like some of the design touches in the vehicle, like the glass control, the wood trim, the doors are soft-closed doors. Mm. Um, it has a radiant heating package, which is nice because not only does it warm the seats and the steering wheel and the armrest, but the door panels and the dashboard really? as well. And yeah, which, you know, some Mercedes models have that. I think when you're at this price point, you're, you're looking at, you know, electric vehicle and you're looking at something that, that's kind of built to take you into the next five years. And I mean, I almost want to say future proof, although no manufacturer is trying to build future-proof vehicles. Technology is right. just changing too fast. Mm-hmm. I still feel like it kind of gives you that feeling. It kind of, you know, that, that pampered feeling and that feeling that, like, hey, this is a, a, an investment that's going to kind of carry you for the next several years, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I um, totally get it. Because with that kind of an investment, you know, unless you're leasing it, which I'm a firm believer in leasing electric vehicles until such time as, you know, everything is, is totally dialed in. But if you're going to buy this and keep it for a long period of time, one thing about BMW, they do build for the future. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Definitely. And, you know, this this vehicle was assembled in Germany, the engine and, and transmission in Germany. You know, I think that more and more vehicles are, are being manufactured and assembled in the USA these days. But mm-hmm. there's something about the German dynamics mm-hmm. in a BMW um, that just that just stand out that I know that a lot of people, you know, kind of want to know, well, where is the vehicle made? Because they do have a manufacturing plant over in Greenville, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is, is, is in Germany. Um, I think that, you know, because we've talked about design before, especially on the exterior and the fact that BMW has gone to these grills, this kind of kidney shaped grill that really stands out. And it, it's kind of polarizing. Some people love it. Some people hate it. You know, I thought it was interesting that both my 12 and my 14 year old just immediately looked at the design and said, wow, you know, this is this is a nice design. We really like this aesthetic. And then you've got my brother, who's in his 40s, looked at it and said, whoa, that's a unique vehicle. And it wasn't like a, whoa, I don't like it. It was just kind of a, 
hmm, that stands out kind of thing. Um, you know, as we were discussing some of the features and the, the price point and everything, he said, you know, I like the fact that it's not a cookie-cutter SUV and that it really says BMW. Like, he he said, you know, I kind of gave him a video tour of the interior. He, got, he said, everything about this vehicle from the exterior to the interior just says BMW. You could take away all the badging. And he's like, I feel like anybody that kind of knows cars would know. And so I think they've done a really good job of that. Great sound system, Bowers and Wilkins. Mm. Um, four USB-C plugs in the in the front seat backs for the people in the back seat. Um, and if you're using a level two charger with at 40 amps, 12.25 hours to go from zero to 100%. But, you know, remember, almost nobody starts at zero, right? right? I don't Very that, rarely. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just everything from the point because it sits kind of high um i you know i know it's not in the same it's not in the same arena as the defender the defender is an off-road vehicle that can drive on road but everything about the vehicle just kind of made makes it stand out in your mind it's one of those that whether you see it and just kind of you know take a second look or whether you actually sit in the seats and feel the comfort and the driving dynamics it just it's one of those vehicles that that I will remember for a long time. And, you know, it used to be where I would only drive one to two electric vehicles a year. seems like now I'm, I'm driving almost one every three months. Right. Well, I, same here. And, you know, so it's – but it's good because, you know, that's what they're hoping to, to make as a future. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, we've talked several times about how, you know, personally I'm not ready to make that transition. Um, no. You know, just, there's a lot of things that are holding me back. Um, but I think if this was, you know, a lot of electric, and I'm, I'm reminded by colleagues in the industry often that, you know, EV owners, typically they have two vehicles. Maybe right. they have three vehicles. The right. EV is not their primary vehicle. Um, I think in a household like my neighbor, who was very interested in the car, came over and looked at the SUV while we had it, you know, and he said, look, we've got a truck. We've got a Maserati. Mm-hmm. They're both gas-powered vehicles. Mm-hmm. We're looking at this vehicle for something to drive to work and actually enjoy and something for date night, you know, right. to go out with friends. And he's like, but it wouldn't be our primary vehicle. Um, and he said, the price point doesn't bother me at all because he said this is a vehicle that they've done, you know, again, like I said, such a nice job on the, the interior and the exterior and even the sound. You know, the, it has those artificial sounds that we've talked about before, but they were composed by Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. And so they're not over the top. They're not cheesy. They're not like, you know, you don't feel like you're listening to some weird soundtrack that came off of your kid's phone. You know, my kids walk around with their iPads with these cheesy sound effects nothing like that it's just mm-hmm. it's refined and you almost wouldn't know it was artificial if you didn't know right like so i i think like the like my dad let's say you know he's not really a car guy i don't right. think he would know it was an artificial sound right if i didn't point it out mm-hmm. yeah that's a, that's a real good point see that would be a perfect vehicle like you like we mentioned earlier for my wife she commutes 75 miles a day round trip okay well 75 miles you start adding that up i mean it, it gets up there and if you're pumping six dollar a gallon gas into that thing you know it's it could be pretty pretty you know hefty but if it's electric and you've got a solar and you got a level two charger you know you're pretty much you got free transportation yeah and with the thoughtful touches like i said you know the glass and the wood mm-hmm. and the, design, the, the quilted seats and the seat level is just it's comfortable and those nice soft touch doors you know, Dave, I'm thinking anniversary gift for your wife because then she's going <laughs> to just feel loved every time she drives it. She's just going to go, my husband loves me. Absolutely. No, I take care of her dogs. That's that's proof in <laughs> itself. But the fact of it is, and again, if you leased it, 
then it's the best of both worlds. So you lease it for like, what, three years? You trade it in, you get another electric vehicle, and, you, and, you, and then you're constantly up to date on safety features, which BMW has tons of technology, you know, and, and you would look at it, or I would look at it, even though it's a very nice, luxurious car, as a tool just to get her from point A to point B comfortably, safely. Safely, yes. I don't know about the 800 horsepower, but, you know. But, but see, that's when you're like, hey, let's go to dinner. I'll drive. <laughs> yeah, quickly. You know, that's that's when you get the benefit of that. Yeah. I, you know, I think that um, it's one of those things that it's phenomenal vehicle, um, but it's also one that's hard to find. I will say that my neighbor, who also owns a, a BMW, smaller SUV, electric SUV, said, you know, I'm really interested in this. I can't believe you have one. I've been calling DFW. It's a 2023 model. He said, I've been calling around. Nobody has them yet. No, it's going to be so a while. Anybody that's interested, yeah, needs to kind of plan ahead, you know, either maybe place an order um, or, or call and see where there's one in your area so you can go take a look and drive it. But I encourage you, if you are in the market for a an SUV, especially an electric one and a luxury one that has those driving dynamics that actually make it fun, make it look forward to drive, I really think this is one that should be on someone's list, if it's in their price range. Yeah, well, we might have an answer for you, because Brian's up next, and he just came back from BMW Fest out in Palm Springs, and so he's been immersed in BMWs for the last couple of days, so he might have an answer for us. So, folks, if you do want to know more about it, don't touch that dial. Christian, how do people follow you around? Just find us at FocusDailyNews.com or uh, find Brian, Dave, and myself at Facebook.com backslash YAK Radio, and I'll talk to you next week. All right. Look forward to it. Have a great one. Say hi to the family. All right, folks. Do not touch that dial. You're listening to the You Ought to Know show right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Back to the You Ought to Know show, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Segment is brought to you by John's Automotive Care. 6267 Riverdale Street, John's and Napa Auto Care, ASC Certified, Master Tech Shop, and AAA. Anything being done on that vehicle of yours, it's guaranteed clear across the United States for three years, 36,000 miles. So go where I recommend all my friends go, and that's John's Automotive Care. All right, Brian, how you doing, buddy? I'm fine, Dave. How are you today? Doing wonderful. The weather's great. And, uh, you know, just loving life as usual. So how was uh, BMW Fest? Well, it actually was not called BMW Fest. It's called Test Fest. Oh, close but no cigar. Yeah, it's, and it's uh, the, the reason why it's not called the BMW Fest, because it's the BMW Group. Ah. So, yeah, which includes uh, BMW, of course, Mini, uh, Rolls-Royce, and the BMW Motorrad uh, arm, which is their motorcycle uh, division. Oh, okay. So we were um, in Palm Springs, you know, just a fabulous location to do anything. And um, they had uh, normally, Dave, uh, the, uh, okay, the screen just comes out. There we go. Back back in action. Um, normally we, uh, this is like the fifth or sixth test fest I've been to. And they usually have test East at their Spartanburg um, facility uh, down in South Carolina, or they have Test Fest West, which is usually held, Dave, at the uh, at the thermal uh, facility. BMW has mm-hmm. a, uh, a BMW Experience Center there, where you can go out and autocross or 
put your BMWs on the racetrack or just drive any uh, number of, of, of models that they have out there. Matter of fact, when you land at the airport in Palm Springs, there is a three series or a four series on display with full racing regalia, encouraging you to take advantage of the BMW experience while you're there. So because of some logistic issues this year, logistical issues, we were stationed at the uh, Ritz Carlton in uh, Rancho Mirage, uh, uh, Palm Springs, um, and it was it was great. They had every mini. They had the new BMW X1, which is totally redone for 2023. Uh, drove um, the uh, BMW new 7 Series sedan, which is uh, the internal combustion engine car. Drove the uh, BMW X7, new, totally new for 2023 X7, the Mini Cooper S convertible. But I want to focus my time today on what I think is the ultimate electrified sedan, luxury sedan right now, and that's the BMW i7. And when I heard you and Kristen talking about electric BMWs, I'm like, mm, I wonder which one um, mm-hmm. you know, Kristen's. I kind of phoned that I like to call in and, and listen so I can get a, a good flavor of, uh, you know, that leads up to, to my segment here. I and mean, it was interesting hearing her, her dissection of the uh, car. And she, everything she said was spot on. This is an amazing vehicle. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing I like the most about it, Dave, is, you know, when I, when you compare BMW sedans, who do you compare them to? Which which brands do you compare them to, Dave? You, I'm asking you personally. It'd be Mercedes-Benz, uh, the first one that comes to mind. Right. And then you think of the Audi A8. Right. You think hard because, you know, the Audi makes a nice sedan as well. Then if you really think hard, you think of the Lexus ES. Uh, L, um, what is the big sedan called? LX. No, no, no. Um, Oh, uh, out of the Lexus lineup? Yeah. I forgot the name of their big luxury sedan. LS. LS. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Lexus LS. And then the uh, Genesis G90 as well. They're coming. You know, those are both fine sedans. But at the top of the internal combustion engine heap, in my humble opinion, Dave Stahl, the Mercedes-Benz S-Class is unparalleled. Mm-hmm. However, when you talk about electrification, I like the Mercedes EQ series. They have a very nice uh, luxury sedan. It's smaller than the S-Class, and the styling is a little more electric, if you know what I mean. You think Toyota Prius. You can tell this car is an electric car just from the styling. Mm-hmm. He's taking a different tack here, Dave. They are electrifying the same platform that the BMW uh, 760 is built on. So take the gasoline engine out, take the seats out, stick some battery panels in the floor, put some electric motors front and rear, and you have the 2023 BMW i7 xDrive 60. And I got to tell you, David, it's just a fabulous, fabulous automobile. I've lost the power on the computer again, <laughs> and, now I'm and now I'm locked out. I'm at a friend's house watching football, so like to have him set me up, but uh, I think he sets it on 20 seconds so he knows he can he can goof off with me. <laughs> I'm, on my, I'm on my own now. But, um, you know, we took it out. I was with Matthew Rollins from Automotive Rhythms, and we uh, and we took the vehicle out. And it, it, it's just ultra, not super impressive. This thing is ultra impressive. I mean, when I say ultra, I mean ultra impressive. 
Uh, to start off with, you have power on demand, 536 horsepower, 549 pound-feet of torque, 0 to 60 in 4.5 seconds, 318 miles of range. That's if you have the 19-inch wheel package. But you know me, I need the 21-inch wheels because, you know, I'm mm. fancy. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but um, I think the, uh, the real shocker is they have this thing called boost mode which is kind of akin to launch control uh, that you find on internal combustion cars. It's on the left of the steering wheel. And when you press the boost mode button, you feel the seats, the air bladders in the seats will wrap themselves around you to, to keep you planted in the seat. And then you floor the acceler, accelerator, Dave, and I was not ready. I, I didn't understand. I drove first, and then Matty Rollins drove second. I didn't even notice the boost, uh, the boost uh, switch on the uh, steering wheel. And when he hit it, I got thrown back into the seat. <laughs> you know, that's the last thing I have to do is to be thrown anywhere. My, the way I've been, I've been hurting lately uh, after my fall uh, six months ago. And it was one of those old sugar honey iced tea moments where you're just like, oh my goodness, I just, this thing is, this thing is so fast, your eyeballs rattle. I mean, it was, it's just blistering fast. The boost mode channels all of the power to the uh, drivetrain for a maximum of, thir of 30 seconds. And you can see a gauge that shows you how much of in boost mode um, that that you have left. Do you remember um, the uh, Seattle uh, Seahawks um, running back? His name is Marshawn Lynch. They called him beast mode. Yep. Yeah, this is this is beast mode for, for cars. <laughs> it's it's the, new, the new BMW i7. It's full lux all kinds of uh, goodies inside. I mean, the price of the car is pretty remarkable in itself. It, it has a base price of 119 and some change. And after you add on a $5,000 leather package, a $5,400 uh, headliner, Austin Tower headliner, a $6,500 executive package, a $7,200 rear seat entertainment uh, executive lounge for the rear seat, and then um, all kinds of other sort of goodies. And you're at $157,000. Now, one thing I want to brag about in this car is that they have second row, first class style seats. But these are not the first class style seats that your leg is kind of partially bent, Dave, if you know what I mean, like mm -hmm. in the Mercedes mm -hmm. and the These are legs are flat, the seat moves forward. And your legs are flat. I don't know about you and me, but uh, you know, Kamati Rollins is is right around six feet tall, so he was able to fit perfectly in the seat. You know, I, I think my legs would still be a little bit bent. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also, they have this pretty spectacular thirty-one inch rear seat entertainment system. It's an eight K screen, Dave, in the back seat. Wow. K. If you use if you use an Amazon Fire Stick or Amazon Fire TV to uh, to power it, 8K resolution. Jeez. It is spectacular. And the um, the sound system with the uh, with that rear seat entertainment system is powered by a 36-speaker Bowers & Wilkins killer audio system. The i7 features high-speed charging. You can go from 10 to 80% in 34 minutes. You can add 80, range, 80 miles of range, uh, in other words, in 34 minutes. Uh, they, ha they have a uh, cooling strategy for the battery so that they don't overheat while you're doing that fast charging, which helps to extend the life of the battery. 
and they have a plan with the, uh, Electrify America that for the first three years of ownership, you don't have to pay for any charging with the car. Now, it's rated at 87 miles per gallon equivalent, which means you're going to save, according to uh, the EPA, you're going to save $4,000 in fuel cost over five years, whereas with the internal combustion engine 7 Series, you're going to spend $5,000 more than uh, than the average new car in fuel. Mm-hmm. And your annual fuel cost in the uh, internal combustion 7 is 2600 your annual fuel cost in the electric car is about $800. And we all know there are a lot of different factors that, you know, go into determining that amount. But the bottom line is that this is a very efficient, large automobile. It's one heck of a blast to drive, Dave. Um, the entire BMW lineup is terrific. And I, and I shared with the uh, BMW executives that I prefer the S-Class at the top of the heap. But in terms of the electrification their i7 is really in a class by itself. So congrats to BMW for a terrific i7. The X1 is a decent sport utility vehicle at the lower end of the scale. The X7 is a terrific sport utility vehicle at the upper end of the scale. Uh, minis are minis. They're fun to drive. I think you own, you you know, I think you, don't you own a couple of minis, Dave? I have a, a 2006 Mini Cooper SJCW GP backseat delete. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got a John Cooper Works GP, yep. and uh, you, you know you know what the the Mini Mystique is all about. It's all about pure performance driving. And they're one heck of a lot of fun to drive. Oh yeah. Um, so you know um, the uh, the BMW test dress, and and then they also had an electric motorcycle out there that was about twelve thousand dollars. Features eighty miles of range. Looks like a rocket ship that you ride on. It was really kind of crazy darling, but you know it's going to work for a lot of people. Oh, I, yeah. I, it's one of the I just wanted to buy one to put in my man cave. It was some <laughs> kind of funky tool, you know. You know, I like to get all kinds of eclectic things in my house. Oh yeah. So, uh, yeah, way to go, BMW. Uh, the iX that um, you know, Kristen talked about is, is terrific. They have one on display. It was just so many cars. There were like thirty cars out there for Gee. us to drive. You just, it just wasn't enough time. You know, they Never had a, the, uh, you know, a, a three series or four series uh, CSL, which was the high performance coupe. Yeah, the test fest is just a must attend. If um, I try to get you there on the next one, I'll use a um, little, uh, you know, little email trail to get you on the next one. Oh, you I appreciate would, you it. Thoroughly enjoy it, and uh, you would certainly have a lot of TV uh, goodies to go along with it. I would but, love uh, to do it. Go to bmwusa dot com and check out your favorite BMW, or you can go to Rose. Uh, we didn't even talk about Rose Royce. That's the one brand I forgot to talk about. Uh, they were there as well. Yeah, and. Well, we'll, we'll snag we'll snag we'll snag them again because Jerry needs all the love he can get. There we go. I didn't drive any because I just got back off of a Rolls Royce program. And right. I didn't want to hog the stars, but um, right. BMW Group has it rocking. I know I'm out of time. Dave, thank you, brother. Um, right. I yeah, headed to Sweden tomorrow for New Electric Volvo, but I'll be back next Sunday with something new and exciting. All right, have fun, and uh, we will Thanks. be talking to you. All right, thank you, Brendan. Take care, guys. All Bye-bye. right, we're gonna take a quick break when we come back. Uh, Jill Simonello is going to be chatting with you with Automotive News right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service right there at 3909 Convoy Street, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved, can't get any better than that. 
And you've also got Collision Doc. If you got scratches, dings, dents, or you need a complete body work, Collision Doc can do it for you. Go to CollisionDoc.com. CollisionDoc.com. All right. I've got Jill uh, Simonello. She's an automotive expert. We did a whole hour on the Rebel Rally, and she had some automotive news to share with you. Sit back. Take a listen. All right, folks. Hey, I have got one of the leaders in the automotive world. I've got Jill Simonello. She is an automotive journalist. Welcome to the show, Jill. Hey, thanks for having me. So we're going to have a ton of fun uh, today and Sunday. You're going to call in live. We're going to talk about your experience at the Rebel, which I cannot wait to hear what you thought of that. But to start off with, let's introduce Jill. Do you do you write for folks? Are you on radio, TV? What what, what do you actually do to, uh, to to you know give out to the automotive world? <laughs> I do a lot of things. Um, if 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 you are on a media, I am probably there too. So um, my my primary outlet is Pickup Truck Plus SUV Talk. So I write reviews and news items for that website. It's pickuptrucktalk.com. And then I'm also, uh, I do YouTube videos for Pickup Truck Plus SUV Talk. Uh, and then I have my own YouTube channel where I do more car stuff. Uh, and that's just Jill Simonello. Um, so C-I-M-I-N-I-L-L-O. I, I always feel like I'm spelling Mississippi when I spell my last name because so many eyes. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so YouTube and then um, I, I do a couple of podcasts. So Pickup Truck Plus SUV Talk, we have a podcast there. I do a podcast with Tom Appel at Consumer Guide Automotive, and um, that's called the Car Stuff Podcast. We are currently on hiatus for that, but we're coming back mid-December. I do, um, I'm on all the social medias, um, so you can find me just under my name, Jill Simonello. I use the hashtag car du jour, um, kind of like soup du jour, but it's the car that I'm driving today, not the soup that I'm eating today. And then um, TikTok is a, another really big outlet for me where I do a lot of uh, video shorts on the cars that I'm driving, and that's also Jill Simonello with the hashtag car du jour. So you're like me. You get a different car every week. You have it for a week. You have to kind of critique it. And what I like to try to explain to people is that there's probably no two journalists out there that fit or like the same vehicle. I mean, Correct. you're what, five foot? If you're <laughs> yeah. That? Okay, yep. I'm, I'm six one. So, you know, I might not be comfortable in one car where you may be comfortable in it, but then again, there might be a car that I'm comfortable in and you're not. So I think it's important for people when they're looking to purchase a car that they reach out to all the different journalists out there because every one of them mm-hmm. that I know of is extremely passionate about what they do and they try to give as much positive information to the consumer as possible because buying a car is one of the second largest purchases yep. out there. So you've been rattling along. And, you know, the future's coming. We talked a little bit about this off air. I mean, you're young enough to be my daughter. I'm old enough to be your <laughs> grandfather, okay? I mean, I'm just saying the truth the way it is. But there's some technology coming out there I may not be a fan of necessarily, but you see a brighter future. And I'm just going to throw it out there, autonomous driving. Are you comfortable with that? Not today, I don't think, but are you? do you see that as something that we're all going to really, really like? Um, I mean, I think it's going to be a part of our future. I don't, I don't know that I see a point in time where everything is 100% autonomous, but I, I see a point in time, and there's already testing out there where there will be taxis or 
uh, buses or even long haul trucking, you know, that will be mostly autonomous. You know, maybe there isn't an operator in the car, but there's somebody who's monitoring the vehicle. And to me, that is an excellent way for people who have disabilities or people who are getting older to ensure that they have constant transportation. You know, my parents are of an age where, um, you know, my, my dad's no longer driving. My mom still drives. And I, I think of them a lot when I think about the future of autonomous driving because I want them to be able to get to doctor's appointments. My mother does something called stamping up once a month where she makes cards with her friends and I want her to be able to get to that every month without having to worry about snow or rain or any other kind of inclement weather, you know, if she doesn't feel like driving at night. Um, and, and so to me, I think autonomy and autonomous driving where the real sweet spot is going to be is helping people um, get from point A to point B when they can't drive themselves. And um, I, I, don't, I don't know that I feel personally like I want that. I love to drive. That's what I do for a living. I drive. Uh, but but I, I, can see, I can see the use case for it. And I think, you know, right now we see a lot of level two autonomy in vehicles. So things like Super Cruise and General Motors vehicles, Blue Cruise, in uh, Ford vehicles, you've got Autopilot and Tesla. All of those are level two, which means they're not fully autonomous. Um, there is no fully autonomous vehicle currently available on the market right now. Um, but they, they give you basically a driver's aid where, you know, in some instances you can take your hands off the wheel, uh, but you got to pay attention. You can't watch a movie or read a book while you're driving. That doesn't exist today. Uh, but but I also think that for a long drive, so I drive back and forth to Indianapolis to see my parents a lot, and I, I don't know if you've ever been on I-65 or if anybody listening has ever been on I-65 between Chicago and Indianapolis, but that has got to be one of the most boring routes in existence, and there's just a lot of windmills and farmland. And, I mean, it's beautiful, don't get me wrong, but boring to drive because it's flat. So, so, um, so, so, you, so you haven't driven from L.A. to San Francisco, I take it. <laughs> Uh, I have not. I've driven um, from from L.A. to Las Vegas. Right, but L.A. to San Francisco is one straight highway that has, it doesn't even have windmills or trees or bushes. <laughs> it, it is terrible. So I get where you're coming from, and I have to tell yeah. you, I totally agree. I think there's a time and a place for autonomous driving. Yeah. Uh, but we still have to get over the, the fear of a consumer taking a car and, and doing it. I think the younger the driver, more they'll be more susceptible to doing it. I've always said, go find a city out someplace in the Midwest that's been abandoned because of freeways and what have you. Fence it off, fill it full of autonomous vehicles, and have at it. Just yep. get all your R&D, get all the bugs out of the cars, and use that city as a test bed instead of I-65. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Well, you know, and there, there's companies like Argo uh, AI, I think I got that right, that do testing in, like, Philadelphia, and um, I think they've got test cars down in Miami. So, I mean, the test cars are out there. Uh, but they still have driver operators, and uh, you know I can, I, or, or I, I forget what the exact word that they call them. They don't call them drivers, but I think they call them operators. But 
I mean, there's, there's, there's testing definitely out there. My fear with autonomous driving, um, and, and maybe not a fear you have, uh, being on the Pacific coast, but weather, like snow, like how, how does the car see the lane lines when, when it's snowing or sleeting? You know, how does the, you know, what happens when it's icy out and, and, you know, does the car recognize it? So I, I'm, I'm not ready for autonomous driving today. I, you know, completely, uh, just because of weather. Yeah, I, I I agree with you 100, percent and I'm not sure what that white stuff is. I see it <laughs> occasionally. Uh, it rained here yesterday, and everybody came out of their house houses and looked up at the sky and got <laughs> wet, and it was probably the greatest day ever because we just don't ever see rain. I know it's absolutely terrible, but I, but I, you know, but you gotta admit. Being in the auto, automobile industry is probably the best thing ever. It is so exciting. Every year there's something new. Every year there's another another vehicle comes out that's trying to you know, break the mold of being different than the next guy, whether it's electric or whether it's hydrogen. And, and, and I'm blessed to be in, in, in this industry. And I think it's important for folks like you and I to, to get the word out to the to, to the consumers because they don't know. They rely on what their grandfather tells them. Never lease. Never lease. Always buy. <laughs> I still if I kind of fall into that category. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a buyer, not a leaser. <laughs> hey, I've got 16 cars on property, trust me. So I know exactly what you're talking about, <laughs> and it's just me and the wife. Well, hey, this has been a ton of fun. See, now you know why I'm giving you an hour to talk about Rebel. That was ten yeah. minutes. If you can believe that? Oh yeah. Well, I could I could talk forever about autonomous well, cars, electric cars, uh, Rebel. So we'll we'll have a full hour to talk about that later. Right, and then you know periodically maybe we can you know like I said I have uh, Christian Barclay and Brian Armstead on. Uh, I don't charge them anything. I'm just trying to. You know, get the word out to the public from different perspectives. I mean, Brian's on the East Coast. You know, uh, Kristen's in Texas. I'm in California, and maybe we can work out something. I know your schedule is probably busier than mine, so I wouldn't I wouldn't commit you to every week. But you know, I do have an opening that if you want to be part of uh, the U Auto, get it U Auto Go <laughs> team, I'd love to have you on board. Ah, definitely. Let's chat about that because um, being in Chicago, definitely have an urban and different perspective. You know what I found out about Chicago, and I was totally blown away. One of the journalists, uh, Carl Brower, actually was telling me this. He goes, oh, yeah, you can buy wheel insurance. I go, wheel insurance? What the hell is wheel insurance? Oh, if you don't get wheel insurance, you're in serious trouble. I go, well, what is it? It's because of the potholes. He said, yeah. you It'll blow a tire and destroy an aluminum wheel or what have you. Hey, that insurance policy pays for itself within six months. Am I right? Oh, yes. Um, I, I always say in Chicago, um, after the winter is over and the potholes take full effect, you yeah. look like a whole bunch of dark drivers driving down the street because you're trying to avoid all the potholes and you're bobbing and weaving. But, you you know, you're not. You're, you're just trying to avoid the potholes, but you, you yeah. look like something is wonky. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jill. Hey, we're going to talk on Sunday. It's live. If you want to spread it out to your fans, uh, they can download the free KCBQ app. It's on every podcast out there. Uh, They can go online, and uh, I'm looking forward to chatting with you. Yep, looking forward to chatting with you as well. All right, take care, kids. You too.
This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.